welcome to this week's Fox Rugby Podcast. My heart rate has just returned back to normal after a pulsating opening Bledisloe Cup clash in Wellington. Whew, it went nearly 90 minutes and to take us all through it today, it's a good afternoon to Rod Kafer firstly. Kafe, how's your heart rate, mate? Uh, down, Swanee, under control now, mate, under control. That's good to hear. Mine certainly still isn't. Uh, Matty Phillip from Wallabies Camp it joins us as well. Matty, firstly, uh, congratulations, I guess, is probably the best way to say it. But it was a draw. Um, there was, there's talk out of Wallabies Camp that you guys weren't happy with a draw. Is that, is that still a fair assessment? Uh, yeah. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, we're, we're here to win. Uh, we're, we're obviously trying to win the Bledisloe. You know, cut. We want we want the silverware. So uh, draw, draws aren't going to cut it. Um, you know, we're, we're pretty close as well to getting that win. So uh, we, we were disappointed in the sheds after that game. When you look at the game, and you and you sort of reflect on it, where are the I mean, apart from the obvious things, what are the things you go? You know, what if we had that moment again? We could probably do a little bit better. There were some clear opportunities. Um, how did you reflect on it? Uh, well, the obvious one is obviously we spoke about um, potentially going for a drop goal um, in the dying moments. But um, throughout the game, uh, we've really spoken about this week, uh, fixing up our breakdown. We gave away too many easy, easy penalties um, when we were getting good go-forward ball by just not um, being early enough to the clean-out um, and being accurate enough there. So we're looking to fix that and rectify that this week. Hey, mate, let me come back to that drop goal. I'm going to bet, and I said it in commentary, that in the couple of weeks you've had together, you'd never worked through a drop goal plan, had you? It hadn't been part of any training session, I bet you. Um, I, you're actually wrong there, I think, Kate. Uh, we, we, have, <laughs> we have run through a bit of drop goal training. So, um, yeah, I think, I, I, I think next time uh, they'll, they'll look, look to hit it. Sure. Well, that makes it even worse, mate, that you've actually <laughs> run it and you no one slotted into the pocket. I would have knocked that thing over left footed. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have. Hopeless. <laughs> It was, uh, it was an incredible test match. Um, the, the boys obviously got around Reese Hodge as well uh, at the back end as well. Like the width of a goalpost, like that's basically what the difference was, wasn't it, Matty? That was some sort of kick. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Yeah, Hodge was, um, you know, obviously pretty devastated after after the game, missing that kick. But I, I personally said, mate, that was an unbelievable kick. Um, you know, missed, missed by a yeah, centimetres in, in that wind, that rain and that distance. I thought that was an amazing kick. Um, and for him to have the, the courage to stand up, um, step up straight away and say, look, I'm taking this. Um, never had a second doubt. You know, I'm proud of him, proud of him as a mate. So I, I think you know, he, he's disappointed himself, but I'm pretty proud of how he went. Yeah, it was one of those moments where, it, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to live on in Bledisloe folklore, isn't it? And I went through and watched every angle of that kick, uh, we got it. We got the New Zealand archives got sent over every camera angle of that kick, and just the reactions in the crowd, the reactions from the teammates on the sidelines. You saw that, you know, Nick White's been turned into a meme after that um, <laughs> on the sideline, and and the the reactions all around the world have been just something else. It was an amazing, amazing moment. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was um... You know, centimetres from a win in New Zealand, which would have been uh, huge for, for us and huge for Australian rugby as well. So, uh, look, we're, we're looking out 
uh, looking to come out this weekend and um, hopefully we'll rectify that and get the win. Matty, you know, you know the All Blacks will be better. Where will they improve? Uh, I think they're going to come out and be really physical this week, Kaif. Uh, they're definitely going to come uh, come out firing, I think. They're going to come out with a lot of aggression. And I think their physicality is going to be the main point of difference um, that they're going to try to bring this week, especially in their forwards, I think. Um, they weren't happy with how they performed in that area of the game, I think. Uh, and that's that's the one area I think that they're going to really make uh, a focal point in this game. Okay, tell me about also your line out. There were some issues there, line out. It's been a it's been one of the poor elements. I mean, having commentated now on rugby for many many years and watched a lot, um, this year is probably the worst season of line-out performance I've seen from a, in, in a competition. Australian rugby, we really struggled. And again, I know you're in the middle of those things. What needs to be, what needs to be improved or fixed or worked on in a short period of time to give you the opportunity to win that critical first phase ball? Um, I, think, I think we're to back the process under, under stress, I guess, uh, under when you're in that uh, fatigued environment um, yeah. sticking to the process getting our drill drill right every week um, you know I'm the I'm obviously the line out leader um, of the group at the moment so I uh, I'll, I'll take the, the faults of that line out um, on the weekend on myself uh, and I'll be looking to fix that this week um, wherever possible you hey, we don't, to, you, sorry you go Kev no I was going to say you know it's the All Blacks of Hallway for a long period of time had a very competitive defensive line out. They do like to get in the air. They do like to compete. It, it's not an easy, easy task having to call that line out where you know they've got three guys who'll get in the air. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, the All Blacks are the best in the world at what they do, for sure. But uh, if, if you watch the game, uh, it, it wasn't – all the ball lost wasn't from any good pressure from them. It was all our own, uh, our own drill. Um, okay. which, which led to loss of pills. So uh, in a way, that's a positive. It's an easy fix. Um, and as I said before, I'll be looking to rectify that this week. I take the lineup very personally. Um, so I'm putting a lot of work to make sure it fires this weekend. Matty, you're Good a man you. after my own heart. You're a line-out nerd. I love it. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, with the breakdown, that was the other area that was probably concerning for the Wallabies. There was a lot of, um, you know, penalties conceded in attack in particular. Is that some? Is that an area that you guys have identified as, as where you'll need to improve? Sure. I think uh, the physicality and accuracy around the breakdown is something that we definitely need to fix this week. You know, giving away, uh, I think it was around nine or ten penalties. Uh, when we've got the ball just around the breakdown there, obviously isn't good enough uh, in, in any game, uh, let alone... Test, test match rugby against the All Blacks. So um, that's the main point, I think, that we need to get right this week. Hey, Matty, you obviously, you know, newish into the team the last couple of seasons, first start, I think, on the weekend. Um, to, to It's easy for people in Australia and for pundits and old blokes like me to get excited and think that, you know, we've turned the corner. It's not the case at all, isn't it? This is like the first step, perhaps, for a new generation of a team, new players who've got to understand probably what it's like to win test matches. And you haven't done that yet. You've had a draw. Everyone over here has talked a lot. It's been the greatest performance of all time. I can tell you it wasn't. When I looked at that All Blacks performance, probably one of the worst All Blacks performance I've seen in 20 years of watching them. And we still weren't good enough to beat them. But, you know, we put them under pressure. This has got to be a process where, where the team just needs to keep getting better every week, isn't it? 
Definitely. Um, yeah, first of all, we're, we're the underdogs here. There's no mistaking that. The All Blacks are, um, you know, they're, they're, they're heavy favourites to win this game. Um, there's, no, there's no denying, denying that. But uh, we're a really tight group and we're priding ourselves at the moment on how hard we're working and our thirst to uh, improve every week. Um, you know, we haven't been reading into the media too much. Um, we weren't happy with the draw. Um, you know, we were happy with some of the things in the game for sure. But uh, we know there's heaps to work on. And I think if we look to have that growth mindset, getting better, better every week, um, you know, it'll be a step in the right direction for becoming that team that can be world beaters. There's, there's a bit of chat around the the younger guys in the squad. What are you noticing, having been involved um, in, in previous Wallaby squads, what, what are the, the significant differences that you're noticing from this squad as opposed to previous years? Uh, I think every, everyone has, has their own say in this squad. Um, you know, everyone's been playing each other week in, week out in the Super Rugby AU, so everyone knows what everyone's capable of. Um, so no one's afraid to speak their mind, which I think is a really positive thing. Uh, everyone's adding, you know, great little aspects to, you know, the breakdown, the scrum, the malls. Um, everyone's combining together really well, I think. So um, from a squad point of view, I think that's really positive. Hey, Matty, the other thing, just when you said that, that I'd reflect on also is, you know, the turmoil this year around also, you know, some of the negotiations that have been going on with Rupert and Rugby Australia and all of the sort of off-field dramas. I know the players have had a, a lot of input into a whole range of different things. Um, what sort of impact has that had in, in terms of bringing the just sort of disparate four, five different teams and together really for, for Australian rugby? Um, well, I think personally, I've been lucky enough um, to not be too affected by that, that type of stuff. I think um, people in our team such as uh, Hoops or uh, Matt Tamura, especially um, being the Rupert president at the moment, has done a really good job in handling those things and making those decisions really easy for the players. He's really good at getting um, what information we need to know across to us and letting us make a really good decision. So um, that hasn't affected us um, uh, really at all, thanks to those people. That's good to know, mate. That's good to know. Now, um, you've been away from home personally for a very long time been away from yep. melbourne been living out of a suitcase how you know how how is everything upstairs and 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 how how is you know how have you handled it uh, has it been an easy process has it not been easy uh, what what have your thoughts been around being on the road for that long um well personally I, you know, i'm a single single you know young young man so it's it's been pretty easy for me um you know with the rebels obviously i was living in terrigal on the beach there and playing rugby um, and training, training with my mates every day. So I, I love rugby tours. I love rugby. Um, it was really easy for me. And, and being on tour with the Wallabies is, um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving my time here, so I can't complain. Um, but I guess for people um, yeah, like Marika, for example, um, hasn't seen his wife and kids um, for coming up to four months now, I think. So uh, I'm sure for those guys, it's been quite tough. But uh, I think it's if we're, if we're going to get some wins and results on this tour, I think it's a sacrifice that, um, those people are willing to make. There's nothing better yeah, than touring, forward. is there, Cave? Nothing better. No, I, I do remember the days of 25 years ago. I was a young single bloke on tour. That used to be good fun. And I can, I um, put a smile on my face, Matt, just hearing that about you. Well done. Um, the uh, Looking forward into this next game and, and the challenge of Eden Park, um, 
it is a significant uh, moment, probably milestone, an opportunity for the Wallabies to try to find a way to win at Eden Park. How much is that playing on the mind? Is it at all? Have you blanked it out? How are you going about contemplating the game? Uh, look, probably everyone, everyone, yeah, everyone here is a rugby fan. They they know the history of Eden Park and uh, the results there, but. Uh, we're focused on on ourselves at the moment and improving on that performance from the weekend. Uh, we, we we can't focus on that type of hoodoo mentality. I think I think um, you know that wouldn't that wouldn't do us any favors at all. Um, we, we need to play play well and play better than last week. You know, you know the they've renamed you know they've renamed Eden Park Cave this week. Okay. It's Cooper's Catch Park. It's it's named after a small business in uh, New Zealand as a hope of stimul- you know, uh, stimulating the biz- small business sector in New Zealand. So the Wallabies have actually never lost at Cooper's Catch Park before. So there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I love it, Swanee. Well done. Um, uh, one of the things, Matt, that I never really appreciate until probably I finished playing rugby and maybe if, to, if of anything, that, um, you know, New Zealand players and the, and the all-black teams always consider their spiritual home to be Eden Park. It's like this place they come to where they think they can play and where they do play better than probably anywhere else in, a, in New Zealand and anywhere else in the world. It, wasn't, it was nothing that I ever contemplated because no one ever really had spoken to me about that. But having been retired for a period of time and catching up with blokes who are Kiwis and you see them all the time and grab them for a beer and got plenty of mates, they talk about how well they feel like they can play there. So if there's anything um, that you can take back to the team, maybe that's one thing that it is different for them playing there. And therefore you guys are going to have to be so much better. And so, and deal with that, that pace of the game and tell me just about how you found the pace of the game. It's a real step up test rugby from, from super rugby, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, it, it was, it was a very fast paced game. Uh, really enjoyable though. Uh, it, it felt like any other game in, in terms of the enjoyment level. I, I was loving my time out there. Uh, and obviously the game went for about 88 minutes. So that probably, probably that last five minutes, uh, I, was, I was blowing a bit of black smoke out there. I think I was um, pretty cooked. I was watching. I was watching some of that last eight minutes again today, and and um, watching you blokes haul yourself up off the ground, and and you know, watching hoops was the first man there when the ball hit the post off Reese Hodges' kick, and you know he, he was just on his haunches at the end, like a real warrior. But you know that it seemed that way across the park. Everyone just absolutely gave everything. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone uh, left anything out there, which was was a really positive thing we spoke about as a group. Uh, the courage we showed uh, in that last eight minutes, you know, no one had much left in, but everyone made sure they left it out there on the field for whatever they had. Uh, it was good. It was good to see. And mate, tell me about your experiences now with this new coaching regime, not just Dave Rennie, but, um, you know, Tats and, and Wisey and all of the other guys there, Chris Webb. I mean, there's lots of guys who've been around the system for a while. Um, what, a, what, a, what's the, What's the dynamic like and what's the vibe like and what are you getting back from the coaches? Give us an insight into all of them. Um, the, the coaches are, have been really good. I've been really impressed with the coaching staff. Um, they're very passionate about um, what they do. Um, Wisey, for example, is is the energizer, energizer Bunny. He has an unbelievable amount of energy. He's always jumping around, um, gets super excited about his, his plays and attacks. So that's awesome to see. And Tatsy obviously loves his defense. Um, 
especially in tight there for the forwards. Uh, can't can't stop talking talking about getting off the line and, and hitting the All Blacks. So he loves it, and um, I love the approach that Dave uh, is bringing um, to rugby. He's talking about things that I haven't really heard before, um, which has been awesome for me. Um, from a learning perspective, I'm really learning a lot on this tour. Um, and then obviously Jeff Piling as well at forwards coach, uh, working from working with him at Melbourne as well. Um, I, I, knew, I know how good he is as a coach. He's obviously um, been there and done it himself. Um, so he knows what he's talking about, especially at line at time. Um, but the boys are really getting along with him. Right. There was four debutants on on the weekend. Only three got on, were on the field, and, and no, I didn't get on. But um, those guys, you know, they looked like they were made for Test rugby just from just from that performance on the weekend. I mean, you know, one swallow doesn't make a summer, but they were, you know, pretty good on the weekend, weren't they? Sure. Yeah, I was. Um, I was really imp- impressed uh, with those blokes. You know, we've been seeing Wilso carry hard all year. Uh, he brought that on the weekend. We've been see- we've been seeing. Um, Filippo do some freakish stuff as well. Um, I think he brought some of that on the weekend. And of course, Hunter as well with his, his uh, the, the hitsman as well. Like I like to call him around here. He's the hitsman. He's, he's got some good shoulders on him. Uh, and I think he really brought that, as you saw that hit on Mwanga um, during the game. So uh, I'm, I'm proud of him. What um, What's Hunter been like to train against? Because I, I did see a photograph um from Will Harrison's dad on the weekend, Will Harrison uh, nursing a busted schnoz after coming into contact with Hunter at training. Is he, uh, is he one of those hardcore trainers? Yeah, he is. He is for sure. Um, he knows what his strengths are uh, and he lets you know about him, I think. <laughs> Poor Harrow uh, copped a big shot from Hunt, but uh, you know, everyone's good mates here and we're all just trying to get better. So uh, he gets a pat on the back for that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned... You mentioned you had the opportunity to learn and, and you're learning new things. What what's the um, what are some of the differences that Dave Rennie's bringing that you haven't seen before? Uh, the the counter attack mentality, I think, uh, is probably the biggest one. I think here it's it's you know that the ball we get from turnover ball and some of the stuff um, we we did with it on the weekend as well. Um, you know, in our first time to try it, I think is really exciting and it's something that I haven't kind of seen. Um, from Australian teams um, that I've been a part of um, before. And I think that's going to be a real strength of ours um, in the coming weeks. We saw the counter-attack from the All Blacks on the weekend. What, what, just what they can do to you it was a you know, matter of millimetres for them as well. It would have been a try to Rico Iwani, but So you're going to have to watch out for, for their counter-attack as well. Yeah, that's, that's a well-known strength of the All Blacks is their counter-attack and what they do on turnover ball. Um, they've got some great athletes out wide and they get it there straight away um, when they can. So uh, we're well aware of those threats they have out there. Matty, tell me, who's surprised you in camp so far? Guys, you weren't expecting something from. Uh, surprised me in what way, Casey? In what way? Oh, just any way you think, mate, either from playing perspective or as a bloke. You know, you get to these new guys coming together. When teams come together, you always, there's a few things that stand out. And you go, hey, that's something new. I didn't think about that. Um, I love some of the young Reds boys' um, personalities. I think that they're really, after playing them, you know, they're obviously very angry on the field, but uh, spending some time with them, the young Reds lads, you know, Rongers, um, Fraser, Wright, Tate, um, they're, they're obviously really tight um, from their time at the Reds, but 
Um, they, they've got some bubbly personalities, is probably the way I describe it as well, off the field, which is actually quite interesting. Uh, and obviously, Big Nella as well. Uh, he, he's 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 pretty funny. He's probably the the class clown. I'd say. Hey, uh, Maddie. Look, really appreciate your time, mate. I know you're busy in, in Wallabies camp. You guys have got meetings every every half an hour or whatever. So, really appreciate you giving us some of your time uh, to chat, and we re- we wish you all the best this weekend, mate. Thanks, guys. Um, thanks for having me. No worries. And thank you for listening at home as well. Uh, make sure you jump on the socials at Fox Rugby, and make sure you tune in this Sunday from 1 p.m. We're on a bit earlier this week on your telly on Fox Sports 505. Make sure you tune in. Let us low two this Sunday.